Welcome to the Refuge Podcast, where we cultivate our faith in the shelter of God's word. I'm your host, Jennifer Elwood. As the rest-focused season of the podcast concludes, we get to enjoy an interview with my friend, author Susie Crosby. I love her Just One Word devotional, and I hope you glean a bunch from our conversation about the role of surrender in our quest to completely experience rest in Christ. Hey there, friends. I am so excited to introduce you to my guest today. Her name is Susie Crosby, and I met her one day when I was in the Red House Writing Collective in a little sea of faces. I just started noticing names, and then at one point noticed, oh, she lives in Washington State, and then noticed, oh, she's recording some stuff with my friend Angie, and I'm like, I need to take a look at her website and read her blog and was like, I have to have her on the podcast. So I'm so glad. <laughs> Me too. So welcome to the Refuge podcast. Thank you, Jenny. I'm really excited about this. Oh, good. So right now in this series, we're talking about biblical rest. And as I look through your blog, I realized like you, you are a quintessential Bible, Bible study teacher and I just felt like every single blog post I read of yours just brought me into a place of rest. Oh, wow. Seriously. Seriously. Like, <laughs> I, you know, every time I finished, I was like, <sighs> and then I'd read the next one and be like, oh, so good. <laughs> oh, wow. Thank you for so, saying that. <laughs> absolutely. And so at any rate, I thought, you know, you are a person that likes to write about one word. And you are super nerdy like me into definitions, <laughs> original languages and all that good stuff. And so um, how would you define rest? Well, first of all, I want to say that I just think it's fantastic that you're focusing on rest because I think it's so, so, so important. And I mean, it's kind of where I am right now in my life too, just really working on what does that mean? And what does it mean for me and my relationship with God and my you know, just my schedule, my life, it's huge. And so I think it's a really good. Is this your word for the year? It yeah. is my word for yeah. the year. That's yeah. what I thought. Okay. So I think that's just brilliant. I love it. Um, the definition of rest is, um, let me see if I can read it exactly here, a bodily state characterized by minimal activity, <laughs> which I know that's the body resting, but Sure. Um, and I, I used to, um, think that it just meant, okay, so a body that's, you know, not moving a lot, maybe had a lot of sleep, mm -hmm. um, maybe calm. Um, and that'd be more about the kind of mental and spiritual, but that's, I guess what I've realized is that, um, rest is so connected between your, your mind, your body and your spirit. And like for, to be, to be, rested you kind of need all of those things to be in a good place um, not necessarily yeah. just sitting somewhere because sometimes you can be rested even when you're in motion exactly. with the definition that I'm kind of now learning to work with so yes. yeah so a bodily state characterized by minimal minimal activity is I think very narrow I think there's so much more to rest I think and, so too yeah I feel like there's a completeness 
Yes. Talk about rest. Yes. There's that shalom, that like deep inner peace. Because yes. you can be, you can be laying in bed to go to bed, but you are not in a state of rest. That's you so. are not. Yes. Um, your brain is just going, even though your mind is, or your body is, is still. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. it's a lot more to it, I think for sure. And you know, what is, I think what's really been key for me, I just, actually, this was a May entry in my journal. So not long ago, I was writing about sort of how anxious I was feeling and tired, like the mentally mm -hmm. and physically needing rest and spiritually too. I was feeling kind of just overwhelmed and not really able to remember the truth that I try to live by and, and that I, my heart holds on to. And so I wrote, um, let me read it here. It says, I need to hold on to you, Jesus. Right now in this busy, unsettled time of my life when anxiety and uncertainty and exhaustion are what I'm struggling with, I'm going to reach up to you and ask you to come close. Help me to rest in you. And then this is what surprised me. I wrote, I can rest if I can surrender. I can surrender because I trust you. You love me perfectly. And I thought, oh my goodness, rest is surrender and trust. And I, I think when I get so anxious or when I get so tired or I just get so ragged, it's because I'm forgetting where my trust lies. And I'm forgetting to surrender to him. Absolutely. And I completely agree with that. And I think that that's kind of where the Bible comes in, right? We have this amazing manual available to us that can give us all kinds of guidance on rest. Um, and what passages in the Bible speak to you most clearly about how we should approach rest? Well, so the one that I've been focusing a lot this month and um, love to read them in different translations too is be still and know that I am God, Psalm 4610. And I have that on a hat. <laughs> we've, and haven't we just heard that for so much of our life and thought that meant just like, I always picture just kind of like sitting on a bench or a rock, just kind of going, okay, God, but um I studied a little bit on the word still, be still. Mm -hmm. And um, it surprised me that it was actually some of the, some of the um, words in the, in the uh, concordance for still were like to let alone or to let go <sighs> and even to be weak. And I thought, I don't like any of those. Like, <laughs> let alone, let go and be weak. Okay, that is hard for me. That's so hard. Yeah. It one of the one of them even said be slothful. And I thought we, <laughs> we like we joke about sloth, sloth like, you know, speed or sloth, sloth like um behaviors. And I think it's such a a negative in my mind. But yes, saying. Let's this whole Christian culture thing about not being lazy, right? you know, right. and, and, and resting is not lazy, right? It's not. 
and no. that whole that next part of that verse to be still and then know we can be still because we know we recognize we understand who who is in charge and who can do it when we yes. are stressed because we can't so yes. um yeah so and then so Psalm 46, 10, and then the next verse 11 says, he is with us and he is for us. That's so I love looking at the International Children's Bible because it um, just makes things, just how a child would understand it, you know, just so simple and so pure. And um, and I teach little kids. So sometimes I just like to think about how would I explain that to them? So <laughs> yeah, I love that. I know I, I love diving into all different kinds of Bible translations. And I know we're supposed to look at the, you know, some of the different versions before we, you know, hit the message or we hit some of these other, you know, paraphrases, yeah. but gosh, some of those paraphrases, they just hit me right where yeah. I, I believe hit. God really speaks to, um, uh, just the combination of them, you know, like, yes. yeah. And yeah. so that's the other thing is there's, I have a, a bunch of verses written down that I really um, love to think about with rest, Matthew eleven twenty eight. 28, you know, mm -hmm. come to me all you who are, who are weary yeah. and heavy laden and I will give you rest. Um, but what I'm really focusing on right now, and I think it ties into like, can I trust and can I surrender to this one that's in control is that I'm focusing on promises, all of God's promises. So mm -hmm. just really, um, almost like category, categorizing them in my mind so that I know when I feel anxious, I can, I can say this promise. I know that he is, you know, he will bring, he will do. Mm -hmm. And so just, um, I mean, there's so many, there's hundreds and hundreds of promises in the Bible. And even some that aren't really uh, written to sound like a promise, like our friend Angie says, if it, if it's something else, if we see the heart of God, then there's a promise, which I love. Mm. That's an Angie Bauman quote. I love that. God, there's a promise. So there's so much about him that we can count on that we know is true mm -hmm. that I just feel like I take a, a deeper breath every time I kind of study and read a promise about who he is. Oh, I absolutely agree. And he promises rest and he demonstrates it too. Like it's, I, I've said this in other episodes as well, that it's just, it's, it's in the fabric of creation that yes. we rest. That's a great way to describe part, it. I like that. Part of the rhythm of uh, what should be the rhythm of our lives. And so, um, yeah, I love that. Did you have it? Did you have any other verses that you wanted to share? Well, Psalm 62, five. Um, well, five through eight, really, but I have held on to this one for a really long time. I I talked about this before in a, in a, another podcast. How I love to go to Cannon Beach, Oregon. I don't know if you've mm. been there, but there's this huge rock called Haystack Rock. Just yeah, really significant and big landmark. Everybody kind of looks at the rock and walks by the rock and walks to the rock. And um, I was at that rock one time when I was having some really stressful stuff going on in my life and I I memorized this verse and I just stood in front of the rock and repeated it and now every time I go there or look at pictures of mm. Cannon Beach it's yes my soul find rest in God my hope comes from him truly he is my rock and my mm. salvation he is my fortress I will not be shaken 
And I think just finding rest in him because my hope comes from him. And if we have hope, we can rest. I love that. I thought it's just absolutely beautiful. And I, I love memorizing verses that have that are tied to such a significant thing like that, because it really can just pull right out of our memories. Yeah. Just one little thing, just, you know, going about our day and then all of a sudden, like it's there and it's just, I love that. It's such a great way to remember. Well, rocks are really a great way to remember. I mean, even if it's not mm-hmm. a big, huge one on the beach, you can have like a little rock in your pocket to help you remember um, a verse or just, you know, you reach in your pocket. Oh yeah. That, you know, God is faithful or God is, you know, good. Or God, you have like just these, um, little tangible reminders of the Ebenezer rocks that were built to re- be reminded of God's faithfulness. And I think that sometimes I need that. I just need like a visual or a tactile thing that helps me to kind of bring it into a regular day. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. If you catch this episode before June 30th, 2022, I'm hosting a Rest in Christ this summer giveaway, and I would love for you to win. Head to my website, jenniferelwood.com, for the show notes for a link to enter. I'll be giving away two bundles, including copies of Sacred Rest by Sandra Dalton Smith, MD, a few rest inspiring books written by some of my guests, including one from Susie restful scripture prayer bookmarks for your summer reads and a $20 Amazon gift card. The contest ends 8 p.m. Pacific time on June 30th, because that's how I want to celebrate my birthday by giving a gift to you. Um, So I know you mentioned this a little bit earlier that, you know, that you've had, you've had some turning points for sure in your life Mm -hmm. that, you know, showed and more clearly demonstrated how much you needed rest because of the overwhelm and all the busyness and all of the, you know, or maybe even something catastrophic. And I I don't know, I don't exactly know your story. Um, And so what, what was, what are some things that have happened in your life that has shown you your need for rest? Well, I struggle with anxiety. I have been diagnosed with uh, generalized anxiety disorder and it, um, it likes to show up when I'm tired <laughs> and uh, busy. And there was a point uh, several years ago, um, I had lost my mom and I'm the oldest daughter, oldest sibling. I was just, there was a lot going on, just the whole adjusting to losing mom, like before any of us expected to have lost our mom. And so, mm-hmm. um, and I was raising, teenagers at the time too. And, um, I started having panic attacks while driving a car, which is a really bad time to have a panic attack. And I love to go places. I need to go places. I, I like to drive and I want to drive. And so this was a real problem. (laughs) It was really, really stressful and scary to think that I was even afraid to drive, you know, to, my friend's house 20 minutes away. Right. And so there, I mean, it, it, that has come and gone at different parts of my times of my life, but what I've realized in really um, working on it and praying about it and being mad at myself for it is that God sometimes doesn't take those things away that make us feel 
and kind of helpless and dependent, it actually is a gift to remember to trust him. And so um, the verse that I have on my bathroom's counter that I look at multiple times a day when I'm getting ready or stopping to check something in the mirror um, is 2 Corinthians 12, 9. And I'm just going to read it in the version in the NIV. It says, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. And um, I'm just kind of a person that wants to be in control. And, and then if, you know, have something like this come up, I want to take care of it and get it over with and fix it. And right. this, um, to me, this anxiety is something that's kind of like this thorn in Paul's flesh here in this second Corinthians passage. I don't think it's necessarily going away. I've learned a ton of strategies. You know, I've, I, I'm happily working with a therapist and taking medication. I'm not ashamed of any of that, but, um, I still get panicky from time to time. I still deal with anxiety and I'm, I'm becoming like Paul more thankful for that. It's a reminder. Oh, you are really tired or you are really trying to do this, control this, manage this without God's help. And so I see it as God saying, you need to rest. I can help you rest. I've got this, you know, and Mm -hmm. so it's, it's been a long journey and it's not over, but I, um, I am thankful for what he teaches me when I get to that point. I com- I totally agree with you. I have struggled with panic attacks more in my like the last in the last 10 years. Uh-huh. And it has been quite a journey learning how to just really stay present, be curious, be paying attention to how this goes, but that it just keeps pointing my need back to I've got to rely on him. <laughs> Yes. And sometimes I, I mean, sometimes, I mean, and you know, like sometimes they come on and you are blindsided. Yes. Um, But then a lot of times for me, it's sort of like being able to even just in the middle of it to sort of start slowing down and realizing like, okay, okay, God is with me in this. He's with me in this. And he just brings this calm in and it's not right away usually, but eventually. And I, able to settle you know down again and all that kind of stuff but yeah that is um I think that I think I'm so glad and I talked about this when I interviewed Angie for this series too about how I'm so thankful that we're getting more savvy as a society right now and talking about this kind yeah. of stuff and that we're not it's so there's so many people that struggle and I think that's another part of is of being able to rest is to be able to just be authentic and like, yeah, yeah, this is hard. I think we get so exhausted trying to present ourselves as, you know, like everything's okay. Or like, you know, 
oh, I used to have that problem, <laughs> but it's not always how it works. So yes, exactly. But um, we do always have Jesus. We always have this hope and this, um, this for sure we can cling to him no matter how we're feeling. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So right now in your current season, what is your favorite restful activity? Oh, I love, we have, I did not know this for 15 years we've lived in this house and I didn't know that the woods behind us had trails. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like this whole hiking world back there. And I thought it was just, I guess I knew that kids went back there with their bikes, but there's like beautiful green lush ferns and moss and trees and and you can just get lost in there and I go back there and just forget that I'm anywhere besides in this forest that's literally right behind my house so walking in nature especially when it's like a forest like that where you just really can't see houses or cars or anything is really restful to me um one oh this doesn't sound super restful but I really love to bake and sometimes when I'm really busy it sounds really relaxing to just bake like some banana bread or bake some cookies yeah. or bake a cake and so I will kind of make that time and then it feels like I'm resting from all the other stuff because <laughs> I just focus on those ingredients and you know just making it for my family and so baking is restful to me. I just want to be that. That's not restful. Yes. And some people for maybe it wouldn't be, but I agree. I think, I think that is. And, you know, it's just actually having this conversation with my husband yesterday and saying like, you know, on Sundays when I like go to lunch with my sister and sit outside for two hours and we let the kids play, like that's restful to me. Oh, yeah. It's just like, it, you know, and I know you've read the uh, Sacred Rest book by oh yeah, Sir Sundar Dalton Smith too, and so I'm like, it's social rest. Yep. And I pull out my, you know, all my cool Israel coloring books. It's creative rest, and yeah, yeah, so many kinds of rest, and it's. Um, I used to think it was something we had to do, and now I feel like it's something we we get to do. It's a gift. Uh, yeah. And so many ways to enjoy that gift, like you were talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so this has been such a delightful conversation. Oh, it has been for me too. I always learn so much when I listen to your podcast and then actually talk oh. to you. It's so fun. Hey, well, um, is there anything else that you want to share or do, would you I like to? another book I wanted to tell you about. I want to okay. bring it back because- okay. so- Dr. Sandra Dalton Smith's book is amazing. And a lot of people are reading it right now and it's going all over. But mm-hmm. about five years ago, I read a book that I just pulled back out um, to get ready to talk to you about rest because it's, <laughs> I'm going to hold it up for you so you can see it. It's called Come Sit, Stay by Ellen Vaughn, mm-hmm. Finding Rest for Your Soul, An Invitation to a Deeper Life in Christ. And I don't know, um, you know, how well it did. I don't even know how I ended up picking. Oh, I think I heard her talk on the radio and I ordered her book. Oh, after that, but she, okay. 
she has a really fun style of writing and she does kind of use the dog comparison a lot I like love that, though it's a great it, idea. You can remember it not because she says it not you know obviously doesn't treat people like dogs but like the <laughs> whole the commands of come sit and stay are the kind of the sections of the book and then it's about um, how we find rest in obeying Jesus in that and it's really really good and really easy to read so I just would recommend that for anybody that wants another book on rest that's been it's just been um kind of refreshing to pull it out again and look at it and see what I had marked and um, I think I'm going to read the whole thing again so I I'm I'm like okay I'm going to get on Amazon as soon as we I will put it in the show notes too so okay, that great. anyone that wants to access it can get can grab a copy too and so how can we follow along with um with your books and ministry well you can find everything on my website I think that'd be the the central place to start if you're interested in my Facebook group it's the link is there and if you're interested in um my book, my devotional, there's and podcasts I've been on, everything's there. So it's Susie Crosby, S-U-S-I-E dot C-R-O-S-B-Y dot com. I love it. Well, actually, wait, I said a dot that didn't belong. You did. I don't Crosby dot com. <laughs> just look at Jenny.com. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, I am so thankful that you took the time to come and chat with me. And this has just been a great conversation. So thank you for being here. Thanks for having me, Jenny. I am so grateful for the breath of fresh air Susie brought to our conversation. Let's remember as the summer progresses for our need to surrender as we rest and fully trust God in the process. And friends, that's a wrap. I hope you've enjoyed this season of learning how to rest in Christ as much as I have. I'll be headed your way later this year with the second half of this season. We are going to explore the deeper shalom of rest, peace in Christ with seven amazing guests. Thanks for leaning in and learning with me. You've been listening to the Refuge Podcast where we cultivate our faith in the shelter of God's word.